0: Wow. Wow. This is Jim the Key's bartender. Sorry about that. I uh, started my show, started the music and all that shit, and I didn't uh, plug in my mic. So I was scrambling to do that with the music. I understand, you know, 13 seconds is a long time to do the intro. I'm more like an eight-second guy. That's when it comes to intro. Don't read anything different. I'm not an eight-second guy necessarily in other... Areas of my life. <clears throat> I have a little better stamina than that. Hi, I'm Jim, the Keys bartender, coming to you from Key Largo. A cloudy and rainy Key Largo over the last couple days, which you will, we'll discuss, um, but we re- really needed it. Right down here, We uh, the, for months and months in the Keys, we get this real, it's humid, but we don't get a lot of rain. And some people, it, it has sparked the movement towards artificial turf as lawns or just having P-rock out there, you know, pulverized coral as their lawns. I'm sorry, my throat's really raspy, isn't it? Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm going to try to fix that. Uh, I want to send a uh, big get well out to one of our uh, friends and listeners, Keith, and uh, he's in the hospital right now. I don't know if he made it home yet. He was supposed to have an operation a couple days ago, and uh, I hope he is well. Uh, I wanted to talk about the weather, though. When you get tourists come down here, every so often they'll come into the, the place and say, well, what is this normal down here? And... I'm acutely aware when I'm talking to someone, when I'm talking to a local, I'll, I'll, it's funny. I'll just say, yeah, people come down here and for months and months we haven't had any rain. It was sunny and warm. And then we get these thunderstorms that come through. And some of them, they linger all day. And it's only for a week or two at a time we get that kind of weather, but we, we were not known for a lot of rain in the Keys. When we do get it though, it can really be like a torrential downpour. Incredible. So when you're telling someone they just they've been planning on a vacation or not planning on a vacation, you know, we just did a spur of the moment and they come down here and you say you know, if I'm I have to be careful what I say, you say, Hey, let's all oh, you're planning a your vacation first time in the Keys. Well it's been months since it's rained, I don't remember last time it was cloudy. For and you don't you don't want to tell people like that. Oh yeah, it happens from time to time. And then we get long bouts of uh, a sunny, hot weather. But you want to make that you don't want to throw the caveat in there that you're supposed to really should be as a friend, but it's really unusual that it's happening so much right now. They don't want to hear that. They're on vacation. They don't care if it's unusual. They want it to be nice. They want it to be usually nice. They don't want to hear about the unusual. You know, we say if you don't like the rain, go across. If you don't like the weather, go across the street. You know, get it. There. Yeah, but when when you say something like that, it's almost like a joyful thing, and it does affect, especially the upper keys. It does affect our traffic down here. Because if you're up in Miami, Homestead, Florida City, Fort Lauderdale. And you're up there for a week and you say, hey, let's spend a day. Let's go down to the Keys. Well, that day you were going to spend down the Keys, you're not going to come down here if it's cloudy. And you got people that live up there and say, hey, let's go down to Key Largo and go to that Fitch restaurant where you like so much. There's people that come all the way down, you know, come 50 miles south to go, which is a lot you know, down here through the traffic to, to uh, eat. So we lose all that. People that are just going to shoot down. And plus Miami's opening up and it looks like things are about to slow down in the Keys. We'll get the the weekend travel where it's busy. Uh, the it's, it's just the cyclical nature of it. And, but it's really nice. Some people say, some people say, a lot of people say, you know, if you're thinking you're in work to make money. So if it's not busy, you know, you shouldn't. I take another tactic. When there's less business, I spend more time with the people that you didn't have a chance to connect with before. That could be visitors. You know, there's low, you make the most out of every visitors, convert them into long term travelers down here. They have a really good experience. They'll come next year. And you ever hear that term, a rising tide raises all ships? Well, that's true. The more people you have down here, the more businesses there are. They're not all, they don't, you don't have to get all the business wherever you're doing. I mean, obviously there's one, there's small fields of interest like people that do electrolysis you know, removal, unwanted hair. You don't need a couple people down here doing that. You probably only need one. But like a good hairdresser and stuff like that, you, you're going to get your hair cut. That's you, you don't have to worry about another good one being down here. You got to worry about a hundred good ones being down here. Same thing as restaurants. You don't want a shitty restaurant down here because then people say, well, I went to, you know, if you got two shitty restaurants and you go, wow, Key Largo doesn't have really good restaurants. You don't want to hear that. You want to hear, too. I've been in two restaurants in Key Largo, and they were both very good. I'm imagining, and, and it's funny when people have a good experience saying, well, I'd like to try something different. If you really enjoy it, you know, I've, had, I've seen people come in, and they spent the whole week. If they were in for a week, spent the whole week just dining at the place they like they don't want to be surprised. And you know what? You you do get surprised especially restaurant. You never it's a matter of for some way some types of food people eat. It's a matter of a minute where you could overcook something or do some, you know, slight change in the spices and all that stuff. You never know. And then experience. I went to a place on the canal in downtown, on the canals in uh, we call it downtown Key Largo, even though there's not much of a downtown. It's a long strip. but uh, And I had a previously had, and uh, you know, one of those blah experiences for breakfast. And then we went there again, and it was wonderful. You know, one day good, one day not so good. Who knows? But I'd rather... When someone comes down here that they don't experience, have a bad experience of a restaurant. Now, bad restaurants, bad restaurants, poorly run restaurants where the workers don't care and the, the food isn't, quality isn't so high, or maybe the upkeep. And there's all sorts of things in making a good restaurant. And not one thing makes it bad. It's multiple things sometimes. But... I'd rather people have a good time down here, and the bad restaurants are just not going to last anyway. They shouldn't, if there's a fundamental flaw. But you think that would people too? That person will meet a bad end. No, they fucking won't. They could end up being laughing and bringing in money and power and all this stuff their whole life until they die. They never get their comeuppance. So, But restaurants, bad restaurants, they have a tendency to get their is because people, it's just the way people experience it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Okay, rarely, rarely have I gotten emails. Now I'm starting to get emails from listeners. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, the previous one from our, our friend uh, Sean in Tennessee. And uh, I appreciate Sean, and now we have. I'm going to hope I pronounce it correctly, but it's from the Czech Republic. It's Václav, and I think it's. I remember the name Václav because of the former Czech president or Czechoslovakian president uh, Václav Havel. So correct. And the question I I think I interpreted right because he did write it in English is, "Who are you told that you resemble?" And I guess when people, there's more, it's a kind of loaded question, right? When someone asks you that, it's like, you want to think, do they have a, a healthy sense of health, uh, self-esteem? Are they disassociative? Meaning, don't really have a basis in reality and things like that. Because there was a, a, a woman I knew, and she always says, oh, they call me Brittany. Because of Britney Spears, and I thought in my head, I thought Britney Spears. I I was very attractive and sexy, and to this day I still. I know she went through some crazy things and stuff like that, but I, she just has that kind of thing that looks attractive because she's, you know, she always had a strong body on her and stuff like that. I, I I like Britney, and I'm thinking, you do not. There's not a thing where you recognize you, you. you are recognized as Britney Spears, but I guess it depends on the perspective, right? If you were in prison for a long time, there's certain, you know, or on a small island where there's no other women, you could probably start seeing similarities. Well, you both have two, you have both have two feet, two eyes, two boobs. Of young. oh wow, well, you guys look exactly alike. It's like an alien landing here and goes, "Well, these are like, and these are like." I guess the further you get away from it, right? And so, but but uh, it's funny when people say, "Well, I think I look like," or I'm told I look like this. And I don't know why people. I mean, I do that. I look at people and they kind of what they resemble, but they. I realize in the end they look almost exactly just like themselves. I know, no pun, it's, no joke intended. They look exactly the way they're supposed to look. And sometimes, yes, I can, if, if I get into the mode, I can look at someone and say, oh, they, they, this is how I would describe them, how they look like. But I think you got to be careful on how they look. So Václav uh, from the Czech Republic, and I, I'm no way I'm going to be able to pronounce his last name, uh, uh, Václav's last name. A, um, he mentioned Ralph Moeller, as my doppelganger. Now I've had that before, and I get that from Europeans every so often, Germans. But I'm a couple inches small. I mean, I'm six four, but he's six six. And I think at his heaviest, one he was a bodybuilder, but he's a, uh, a uh, an actor. He was the uh, the training gladiator in the movie Gladiator. The guy, the ma- the big guy, who was kind of like the head gladiator, who when they came into uh, Gladiator school. You know, something like that. No, you know. Yeah, sure. I've gotten it from time to time. I've gotten Who did I get? I got uh, Christopher Reeves, which, yeah, that was great. Jim Carrey, which I never got. So I guess because I'm skinny. I mean, Superman and the skinniest guy in the world. Jim, Jim Carrey always looked super skinny to me. I always had a problem with being super skinny. Ben Affleck and the guy from House. And I almost, you know, in the beginning, I would be so flattered when someone picked someone. Like I used to think, "Hey, yeah, Christopher is a good-looking guy." If a girl said that, so oh, okay. But even then, that's not necessarily the truth. When, when I learned years later, just to go and say, if they whoever they think uh, I look like, it really doesn't matter. I go. What do you think of the person? The person that you suggest. What do you, what do you think? How do you think they look? And uh, I didn't re- realize this when I was single. Which, if I was single, I would do that. And it says, did you find them attractive? Would it be a person that you would think about having a physical relationship with? I do it the right way. I wouldn't be. Boy, that sounds super creepy, but. Um, that That's all I would want to know. Because I realize it doesn't really matter what the person thinks you look like or how, who you look like or what you look like. It's what their impression of that person before. You were associated, physically associated with how you look. Do you get me? Meaning, so... If they said if they said I looked like almost any gold in my ear and a and, and, and gal Godot right that woman that plays Wonder Woman, she came up to me and says, "You' remind me of gold myer my ear now gold myer my ear was a woman and was the prime minister the first I think the one of the first prime ministers of the state of Israel and gal Gadot's in Israel. And if she says, I found her incredibly attractive and sexy, I would be very, really impressed with that. See? That's, you know, if that was a true feeling. So, someone telling you who they look like, you tell, them, tell them what the feelings are that you have associated with that person. Right? And years, in the years I've been around on this earth... Every so often people say, oh, I just ran into someone that looks just like you. You have a twin out there. You were blah, 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 you know, all different things. And I would go and say, oh, really? And then go and see him. And, I, you know, <clears throat> most of the times I was flattered. A couple of times the guy drove home. He says, yeah, this guy looks like you. And so he's a bartender at this <coughs> catering hall. And, oh, he's younger than you, a lot younger than you. And I look at the guy and say, he doesn't look much younger than me. He a couple years younger than me at the time. And I go, wow. I guess he was complimenting me because the guy was a good-looking guy. But he also was kind of insulting me a little because, say, you look a lot older than that guy. But then again, I was burning cane on both ends back then. You know, and this guy had a tan. Right? So... I would look at him, I just see, I wouldn't concentrate on, oh, this is what I look like. That being said, again, think about it. In all these movies and books, I think the one was, gosh, it was a movie that, wherever the character, the main character is mistaken as someone else. And that's a tale Two cities. I think that's uh, one. And somewhere, Prince and a Pauper. The Prince and the Pauper. I don't know if that's just a movie, but it was. I it probably was a book where uh, a poor young man plays. someone. on the movie, Dave, where the main character looks like the president of the United States who has a stroke. <clears throat> and and people just walk up and they kind of when they look at their doppelganger or their twin they never met before I'm not talking about twins they've met because twins they met if they know they're identical twins they never experience a thing that they have to recognize a the person they, they can take for an acceptance that they look exactly like that person but when you're told you look like someone else you look at them you have a thing, oh, this kind of characteristics is Now, if you're not told, I'm thinking, you could run into your exact doppelganger. Unless for me, unless uh, I'm wearing the same exact clothes. I don't know if I would reckon, recognize myself unless I started noticing traits. The person had a different style. The hair was part of a different wearing different glasses, different shirt, all that stuff. I don't, I I could say, hey, we could pass for brothers and then it could be, it could be exactly me. But I think there's a possibility that I would not catch that. It's kind of weird. You would not, I would not catch the double of myself if I ran into him. I wonder if you would, not me, Obviously, when you run into someone you think looks exactly like your friend, you're going to go up and say hi to them and wonder why they didn't say any anything to you. My <clears throat> wife, Abby, her sister lives down here. And a lot of times people think they look exactly alike. Now, as they get older, they look slightly different. But a couple of years ago, I thought they were the same person. Now, I had briefly seen Abby's sister. But then I was... So I... I was thinking that I was talking to Abby's sister, even though I didn't know anything about either one of them. And I ended up. This it's much better that I remember. You know, I I did it that way, not because there's anything wrong with her sister, just saying the way it is. If you had, I I, to this day I don't know how you would be how you make the switch between sisters, and I have friends that done that, sisters and friends. I've I've dated in friend groups, but sister, I don't understand. I don't want the conversations, if you had a significant relationship with someone, to be closely affiliated with that next person that you have a relationship with. It sounds like a horror story, doesn't it, when I say it? I, I feel as if it's a horror story. It's like, oh, God. You know, if you didn't know it, like you were, you're were, you you're in college and you're dating a girl and all of a sudden you, you break it off and stuff like that and you go and work some city and you date this other girl, and they ended up having the same last name, Parker, but the one's a redhead and other's a blonde. They don't look anything alike. And then it turns out that they're sisters. <clears throat> I would be, I think you'd probably say that. Oh, you're from that town? Do you know this? And blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I don't know how we got here for this, but I'm, I would wager there's a goodly amount of people that would not recognize themselves if they met him, if they came up to him. I mean that would be, it, you, you don't look at yourself the same way. I don't think people get this. People get the whole picture of who they are, and how other people view them. Or that just that's just me. Okay, earlier today, there was I was listening to a show and. There's a concept out there that every moment in the history of the universe, there is a new universe that is created. And in quantum physics, there's a suggestion that almost every decision that we make creates a split. Where, let's say, I go into the store today, and I did go to the store today, and I was purchasing... Uh, ribs, and I was getting a steak. And I chose on the, you know, in another time I could have just gotten um, a chicken and some fish. A simple alternative answer. Well, that would create a new universe, meaning that the repercussions for that choice was a split from whatever history was going to occur from the moment. So the moment I chose and locked into pork ribs and a ribeye, <clears throat> a certain choice, or a choice going left and right when you're going out of the parking lot. And in quantum physics they do this at a, uh, at a particle. It's an observed effect that if you look at light and this is where I'm going to make a metaphor. Light is, is described as a particle and as a wave. But it's only when it's observed that it behaves like a wave or a particle. Until it's observed, the, the light can have the properties of a particle or a wave. And there's experiments that Experiments. And I'm very... I'm very conscientious about my... Accent because of... I was watching a show on TV. But... But there's experiments done. So... It's like... A Schrodinger's cat. Where the cat... Is a It's a thought experiment. We have a cat... In a box. But... Until the box is open... The cat is both alive and dead. Now... I wager... You put a cat in a box... You're going to know if it's alive. Because you'll hear it. But... In Schrodinger's experiment, the cat is both alive and dead in the box. It's only until you look in the box that you can lock it into the state, and that would be death or or life. How do we get there? I'm just thinking how many choices we make every day in our life, Every, every choice that we make. And they do lead to live different lives for us. And it is a different universe, the choice that I made. Back in my sophomore year of college, I misinterpreted a return date for a paper. And it changed my history after that. Now, for many years, I thought, well, if I've only made this other decision, then my life would have been different. And it would have been. I mean, it's all decisions I made, but I can point decidedly at that decision right there of what I made that day and say my life would change. But has any good things come out of the decision or misinterpretation I made all those years ago? And I'd say a lot of great things have occurred. So, I I would like the movies. Also, people always think if I can go back in time and just change that, you know, change that idea I had or change that decision. Well, who you don't know what would uh, um, you know in uh, <coughs> short term follow up if you made a decision like the left or right turn, and the left or right turn is where a particle. I'm sorry, where I said the left and right term, where I'm going to reference in the the title of the episode. The particle, when um, there's a decision or universe splitter app, but what happens uh, on a subatomic level, a particle can travel both left and right at the same time. I'm not going to get any deeper in that because then again, I'm not a physicist. But I have been interested in the concept concept of physics, the concepts that are described in physics. I don't think they're attributable necessarily. A lot of times in life, they're attributable physically, like knowing what the rate you know of um, falling rate of gravity, what occurs there or drag drag coefficients or velocity or whatever it is that's They're certain but attributing them to life's decisions or philosophy that's a little more difficult and but the 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 concept of schrodinger's cat a particle going left and right light being both a particle and a wave until it's observed it's almost like A concept or idea. When you say something, if no one, and it's almost like a tree falling in the woods. If the concept you thought of and you said occurred, but no one heard it, you just have they they just have your word that you thought of it. A couple weeks ago, to make it more understandable, perhaps we had a windstorm here in the middle of a severe thunderstorm where our, the sign was blown down at the catch. And I had been uh, taking part of the sign when it had been blown down and putting it, the plastic part of the sign on off the side, but a big wind gust came along and grabbed a hold of that 10 by 4 foot sign. But I held on to it. Now, I didn't know. I was told I was taken up in the air. For me, I was dragged across the ground, or I fell and was dragged across the ground. And the person I was with said, you were up in the air. I took it that way. So not realizing... We we don't necessarily know at the time the decisions we make change everything that happens afterwards just like the decision someone makes when they get into a vehicle and they get in a serious accident if they had stopped for gas there could have been a you know different outcome they wouldn't have been at that intersection at the same time so they do create in, on the most basic level our decisions do create new universes, at least for us. See, whether someone decides to go into a coffee shop at one time and not meet the woman of their dreams or a man of their dreams or, you know, whatever. The dog of their dreams. That that changes their life. It, everything encourages. There's small, the suggestion is small things do it. Small things. So, But being concerned about what you did in the past and the way it affects your present. Just think of all the wonderful things that happened to you between making the decision that you may or may not have decided that you wanted to change. And you said, well, no, I mean, actually every decision I made was exactly the one I should have made to be where I am right now. And there's, I mean, if you're in a really shitty situation, you could probably think that. You could probably think, well, I should have made different decisions. And there are, I guess it's really easy to understand that when you have a series of bad decisions leading you to a a bad situation. You, You know, but there's always right decisions that kind of bring you back on. It's like a path, right? And do you ever use the, um, when you're using an online Google Maps or your Apple navigation and you go off a track that they set for your directions, they'll just say make a U-turn or go to the right and eventually they'll come up with a new route to get you to the place that you want to get to. Think about it. So it's always going to remember your, de- your destination. It should always remember your destination. And start giving you, until there's another option, it'll tell you to turn around. And then finally it'll just give you the directions from the place you're at at the time. You say, well, from this area you'll go here. Well, that's goals. The destination is your goals. And if you keep that in mind, and if you're tenacious and stubborn, I think they're the same words. But tenacious, stubborn. You you can still wind up with the same goals and be in the same place. There's sometimes where they take you at. Some of the things you do take you away from that. Take you away from your goals, further, further away from your goals, but. In all, in most cases, you're you can pretty much change that and re and recalculate and say, hey, what do I need to do in order to do that? It's like people that don't save for retirement and say, Well, I didn't save for retirement. We're just gonna have to work harder, work longer. You could still retire, it'll be a later date. Right? And so, well, how about if I wanted to marry somebody and they get married and stuff like that? Well, there's a possibility, who knows, they may not stay married. I wouldn't suggest you to be a homewrecker or whatever they call that person. And we had that discussion on a previous one. Men can and women can be the homewrecker. And the person that decides to make the decision to leave their home is also the homewrecker. The person that leaves the home. So, so I'm saying the destination was either people's A Fate and say it was not meant to be, or was meant to be, or whatever, something like that. Who knows? Does it really matter? And why fret upon a misdecision in the past? If you look at a misdecision, there's several ways you can look at it. First of it, uh, it's a misdecision. If I made the right decision, I would have fared better. Okay, that's one. Two, you, you made the decision you're gonna have to live with it in the end that you can't you can't change it or three it's fate you know you made the decision maybe you weren't supposed to have the thing that you were you think you're gonna have or maybe you wouldn't have got it anyway or you, maybe you wouldn't have been satisfied with it just one of those things and I think two and three are probably Similar to it was another direction I was going with that, but the whole the whole thing is it doesn't really matter that you you know thinking about the things. Yes, if you did uh, something that was, you maligned someone or did something wrong or mean or aggressive or evil. Yeah, it helps to redress those and things like that. Yes, I'm saying when you do mess up, it's important to redress and and uh, make a amends. But there's no reason to keep on living a failure day after day, or it's you know viewed as failure because it may not be a failure. That failure could have brought you exactly where you are, and it's a pretty good life. And my life is pretty good. And people are always wondering what don't they have or what could they have. I have everything I need. I really do. I'm really happy about that. The amount of people that care about me and love me, and the ones that I love, I think it's perfect. So that's what I want to end the show with today. I do appreciate you listening. If you are in Key Largo, please come to Catch Restaurant and Bar. It's a mile marker one oh two, Oceanside. And it's open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. It has happy hour Monday through Fridays 3:30 to 6:30. If you uh, bring in your own catch to the catch, they'll cook it any way you want. And they will prepare it. They could do it the uh, nice family style thing with an assortment of uh, fish on there. If you have like three people and you have three different preparations. You put it on that platter. You each get your sides. It's a great thing. If you're not a great thing, Did I say ting? It's a great thing. And if you don't like seafood, there's a lot of other choices for that. Sorry I spent so much time on that. But if you do come in, tell them the keys bartender sent you. Also, if you do like the show, please share it with your friends. Like us on Facebook, Twitter. If you have any questions like my friend Vaslav from the Czech Republic or Sean from Tennessee, please send your questions to jim at keysbartender.com. And thank you for listening. Let's get that lovely music on.